Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Justin Robert Young Podcast. My name is Justin Robert Young, joining you yet again with a blistering cluster of stories. As uh, you listen to this, I am likely either on a plane back to California or I might already be landed. But what will greet me there? What will greet me and my lovely wife as we descend into the city by the bay? Oh, maybe lovely weather. Maybe a peaceful, genial atmosphere and friends. But also, maybe true, unruly, bloodletting chaos. Yes, friends, the reason why I might be entering into a purge-like orgy of death is because PG&E, Power, Gas, and Energy, this is the monopoly that uh, controls all the power in California, they have announced, and here's something that I didn't know, that the previous two massive forest fires that have choked out the city were both caused by faulty power lines. So, to avoid another massive blaze, PG&E is preemptively shutting off 800,000 customers in the Bay Area. It is an outage that they say can last up to five days. This is insane. Now, according to the map, it does not look like our neighborhood will be affected by it but i didn't know this was even possible i didn't know that this was even a thing preemptively shutting off power you are the power company you literally have one job that's it that's all that that's all that you do i mean i guess theoretically not setting off massive record forest fires it's probably also in there somewhere should probably also not do that, so I guess you failed the previous two years, but now this is the solution. And the way that they're handling this is disgusting. Just, they did it on 24 hours notice. This was announced yesterday. On Tuesday, they announced that this was happening. Wednesday at noon, it is going to happen. So as we are getting on a plane to go back home, People's power are going to be shut out. This has created a massive scramble at gas stations in the area. Uh, Because also, it's not like everybody knows. It's just your your power might go out. This is bizarre. Like, I actually can't even imagine another situation where something like this would happen by by the company. Like, how do you remain... How do the the how does the leadership not get fired? I mean, answer me that. How is that possible? How is it possible that the people who are running PG&E are not fired for something like this? Because I certainly hope that there's no injuries caused by this, but now you've announced no. Uh, uh, emergency systems are going to be working. No alarm systems are going to be working for people who are elderly. 
people with young kids, infants. I mean, power is a fairly essential thing to have. And also, and more importantly, is there an app that I can choose what purge gang I want to be in? Are there pitches? Are there costumes? I don't want to do anything overtly religious, but I could be talked into pop culture. Clowns, I feel like, are overdone. Maybe we go as, you know, maybe metallic, right? We can tape knives to our hands. We could be like in Ernest Goes to Prison when he becomes Electro Man. What about the Ernest? The Purge gang that's just dressed like Ernest. Do I have to stop by a Walmart here in Florida before I go back? There's a lot of questions. You know, despite the fact that I am a diehard Pittsburgh Penguins fan, I have to hand it to the Philadelphia Flyers, and trust me that that does not come easy from me. They've got an amazing new addition to the Wells Fargo Center. Folks, it's a rage room. If you've never seen these, I first uh, heard of them or, or, or saw reports of them in Japan but apparently they've been coming over to the United States. Effectively, this is a way that you can relieve some stress by taking a baseball bat to random items. You can destroy some of the televisions, uh, plates, guitars. You can just break stuff. It is the Fred Durst of rooms. Give me something to break. And considering what feckless, awful hockey, disrespectful, uh, 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 low-brow, lowest common denominator, garbage hockey that the Philadelphia Flyers play when they're not worshiping that racist Kate Smith with her old anthem rendition. You know, I would have a lot of pent-up rage, too. A lot of these Flyer fans, look, they got a lot to work through. They don't have a lot going for them. They haven't won a Stanley Cup in forever. They really aren't all that good. Their their, their cross-state rivals have been the model of success in the NHL over the past 20 years. So, you know, they, they deserve something like that. They deserve something to break. I only wish... That it would have been there in 2016 when the Democratic National Convention was there because I know one Susan Sarandon who would have really loved it. And now we have this story from the, I, I guess people are excited about it, but I don't quite understand it file. Uh... All right, I'm just going to say a few phrases and I'll see if you guys uh, uh, know what I'm talking about here. Are you familiar with the term WAGS, W-A-G, wives and girlfriends? This is apparently a class of celebrity amongst uh, you know various athletes, but it's huge. It's a huge culture in England, specifically. And there was a, a maybe the mother of all wag controversies has exploded across social media today. Here is the story from The Guardian. Colleen Rooney, the wife of Wayne Rooney, the former English soccer player, 
has apparently smoked out a rat. There was somebody that was following her private Instagram that was then selling information to the sun about that private Instagram. This was supposed to be something that she was sharing only with very close family and friends. So she had a suspicion. She decided she was going to block everybody from her private Instagram, except for one. She would then, and this is according to Colleen Rooney here on Twitter, quote, over the past five months, I posted a series of false stories to see if they made their way into the sun. And you know what? They did. The story about the gender selection in Mexico, the story about returning to TV, and then the latest story about the basement flooding in my new house. It's been tough keeping it to myself and not making a comment at all, especially when the stories have been leaked. Now I know for certain which account slash individual it came from. I have saved and screenshotted all the original stories which clearly show just one person has viewed them. Then, in a dramatic extended ellipses, it's Rebecca Vardy's account. Who? I have no idea who Rebecca Vardy is, but apparently she's gigantic out there in England. She is uh, the husband of fellow England footballer Jamie Vardy and is a former contestant on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. This seems to have had ramifications because The Sun has now gone through all the stories that they apparently got from this source and marked them as possibly false. Uh, Rebecca Vardy, for her defense, has said that this is incredibly hurtful and that if this indeed was from her account, it is because people that she is unaware of have access to it. And that indeed, she is not the one who has sold these stories to the sun. After all, why would she? She's got money. But it's got to be somebody else. It's the masked leaker. That's who it is. Certainly seems juicy. But I'm just kind of here for the party. I have no idea who these people are. I have no prior knowledge of who the hell Colleen Rooney or Rebecca Vardy are. But, you know. God bless him. All right, let's go ahead and get into some emails. You can always shoot me an email. Jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, jurydaily at gmail.com. We've got a follow-up. It is Real Talk Wednesday. And uh, we got a follow-up from last week's Real Talk Wednesday. Tristan from Edmonton. This is not anonymous. Tristan writes in, I just wanted to comment and say the advice you gave to Anonymous about the breakup was excellent. I'm not sure if you've studied psychology or something, but you have a natural ability to give good life advice. I wholeheartedly agree with what you said. My wife of 42 recently passed away unexpectedly, and I've been researching grief recovery. What Anonymous is going through partly is grief and should be treated as such. It may seem silly at first, but all the systems, uh, symptoms are the same and the thought patterns are the same. Check out information on grief recovery and you will see that a lot of the advice given by you on your show aligns perfectly with what they suggest. But in that particularly awesome Justin way, of course, keep up the good work, Tristan. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I have never studied psychology. I'm just kind of a guy, but uh, I, I do appreciate that. And I, I wanted to read that, not because it just, uh, you know, flattered me for being dope, 
Although, you know, if you want to make the show. But more because I, I did find it fascinating that, uh, that, 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 that you would think about a breakup as grief. And I do kind of think that that's, there is something to that because I've long kind of thought that like breakups are kind of a death or a death of a thing. You know, it's the reason why there's nothing but pain in going back to a relationship that's already broken unless there's some kind of like metamorphosis. Or even that like if you desperately wanted to get back with somebody that you just broke up with, the best thing to do is to go away. You can't just keep going back and and trying to make sure that things are different this time. You know, after a week or because you're lonely. That's terrible. No, because that person is dead. This is grief that you're dealing with. So you going back to a relationship that you know is dead, that's part of the reason why it's like self-sabotaging because you were just dancing with the corpse. You know, except they're not dead technically. But you know what I'm talking about. But I really like that idea that breakups are grief or that loss is grief. And we shouldn't just think of grief as like super, super, super sadness. This is just the removal of something. All right. Not a traditional Real Talk Wednesday topic, but I did want to bring this up real quick. David writes, are you going to talk about Blizzard handling of the free Hong Kong stuff in Hearthstone Grandmasters Tournament and the Collegiate League on Jury Daily or PX3? I can send you some links and opinions on my end. This is a very important topic to me personally. If that's something that you think would make good content. I'm very thankful that you're talking about what is happening with the Rockets and the NBA on PX3. And I always want to hear more China talk. I might even have a suggestion or two for people that you can interview if you want to dive in deeper. Uh, David, thank you so much for emailing. Indeed, uh, I had a great conversation about this with Scott Johnson on the morning stream. I put that conversation in the PX3 episode that has uh, just launched. So if you want to see the Wednesday episode of PX3, please go ahead and do that. But otherwise, I can give you my my basic take here. Look, uh, China is a country that we have to deal with because we want to have trade with China. No two countries that have ever dealt with each other in trade have gone to war. And the world rests on the United States and China not going to war. Because if we thought that the Cold War was bad, that that fear of mutually assured destruction was bad, well, congratulations, speed that up 30 years with infinite military budgets, and now we would have something way way more terrifying. So we have to deal with China. However, we have to understand who we're dealing with. China is not a democracy. China is an autocracy. China is a very top-down controlling. They control their internet. They disappear certain words and phrases depending on if they don't like it. And when they have invested heavily in things like movies, television shows, NBA, Blizzard, they will have no compunction to yank the chain. It's exactly what they did with the NBA, where they where they talked they they just they they might have killed Daryl Morey's career, 
by deciding that, like, hey, look, no, now you're not going to have any participation with the Chinese State Basketball Association. We're going to cancel your Chinese sponsors. That's what China does. When somebody, even on the Grand Masters Hearthstone tournament, not exactly, sure, gigantic inside the esports community, but not exactly worldwide news here in America, it becomes worldwide news because Blizzard decides to nuke this kid's career because he says we should liberate Hong Kong and it's the revolution of our age. We need to know who you're dealing with. You need to be skeptical of companies that make these deals. You need to understand and criticize them if you feel that that's not something that you want to support. In a way, I'm kind of excited that we've had, you know, all this stuff sort of land at the exact same time. Hearthstone, NBA, South Park, everything. Because this has been an issue for a little bit. And I'm not saying that nobody should ever deal with China again. Again, I almost think that the fate of the world on some level hinges on us having some kind of trade. But you got to know what it is. And you got to have your eyes open. This isn't just bringing basketball to the people of China. You are making a deal with a very repressive government. And they do not do things without reciprocity. All right. That will wrap it up for us. I want to thank everybody who gave us our jury stories today. Of course, they did it by going to our Discord, bit.ly slash jury discord. The fine folks who uh, ferreted out those stories for us were uh, Sunbun, who gave us the PG&E story, Open Bayou, who gave us the Rage Room story, and Jedi KV, who gave us the Wagpocalypse story. Of course, again, you can always email the show jurydaily at gmail.com, jurydaily at gmail.com. Tomorrow is High Thoughts. If you have any high thoughts between now and tomorrow, then please make sure you email in with high, H-I, comma, thoughts in the subject line. In the meanwhile, I want to thank our producers, the Jen, non-specific, Rock and Roll Martian, Steve, Will, James, the OG Brito, Will, and Chris. Till next time, this is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky. But until I see you again tomorrow, please don't die. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>